Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Okay, it's our second podcast on July 16th, and you are just finding out on the air right now that the new Doctor Who is a woman. Dun, dun, dun. And the internet's going insane. This of happened course. in the hour we were taping right. the previous one. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Her name's Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. They did it. They yeah. fucking did she's it. She's not. She's like a, a regular lady. She's not a hottie. She's right. a, probably she's a at normal least 40. looking. She's, yeah. a, she's a normal looking Doctor Who looking Yeah, she's person. somebody who would have a medical degree in Who. <laughs> <laughs> that takes at least 12 years, right? The internship is brutal because <laughs> they're time travelers. <laughs> anyway, so they can work the extra hours. Okay, Do I'll you know anything about this? Do you watch the... Uh, I have tried to watch Doctor Who any number of times. I watched it as a child. Uh, but more fans of the Dork Forest are Whovians. Whovians oh, than I can shake God. a stick at. And uh, right. Like, I literally, I have Tom Baker. And then, because here's the scoop about Doctor Who is, uh, like the best science fiction, mm-hmm. it is... So dark. boring. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, it is so. I'm storming out right now. And, uh, it is so political and so sociopolitical and so dark and so funny and interesting. Yeah, that's the best of it. Okay. Um, the the I tried to start the reboot 2005. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, was the the so there's literally like ten seasons that I. It's too much. Like like it, the Game commitment. of Thrones starts tonight. Yeah. No. No. It's too much. I it's, can't. Well, I can't even watch The Wire. I mean, it's like, oh, you know why? So it's the best. Spend 300 hours watching The Wire. Mm, you're fucked. And do you ever hear really James is. Adomian's bit about how no. there's this new age of if, if somebody tells you they like a TV show, there's yeah. no way to start it now. Yeah. You have to go back and watch all of it because of the – and he's like, oh, right. you just told me to spend 300 hours to do something. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and uh, I was like, James Adomian, a delight. Very funny. Um, yeah. So here we are. Second – so Doctor Who. I right. am – I have a uh, feminist rage a little bit these days. Why? Uh, just on and off, just like there's a mediocrity that's that uh, I think I've I haven't I've noticed it being re- re- rewarded. Right. Yeah. But it's yes. it's not, and it's a and it's a weirdo male mediocrity. Hold on, I'm writing, You're writing a name. This billboard. If I have to see this fucking billboard one more time, <laughs> yeah, for that it's, Netflix special, right? And. Uh, Oh, God. Here's, yeah. Jesus Christ. This is who's driving me. Uh, and oh. Traditionally, he, I mean, and we've been friends, and we are friends. But this, that, the, my guy is, like, six, successful. Hugely successful. Okay. Right. And But so, this guy's successful, mm-hmm. and he's, but he, his success is nothing like your guy. Right. But his, and I don't like that the, I've already named him my guy. Right. Because dr- just because he drives me insane, he drives everyone insane. Right. He, he okay. Nobody's alone All right. in disliking the, <laughs> the, the fucking vanilla whitewash of ice milk that that fucking dude is. <laughs> you actually are almost identifying him at this point. <laughs> he's, it's uh, ice milk. But I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> 
Oh, no harsher, no harsher comment could be made. Of a comic? <laughs> He's not a comedian, you guys. He's an idiot. And uh, it's... I, I, I don't, he's I not think he's for technically me. a comedian. Technically, any number of people are. It, yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, there's a lot no. of technically comedians, but is right. there a heart? Do they have a comic's heart? Do, nope. they, do they have a comic's? Are they nope. lions? Are they lions in the woods? I'll tell you, uh, lions don't live in the woods. But... Uh, <laughs> They are, <laughs> but you, you you were just talking about science fiction, so maybe part right. of your brain is still cooking. Is still cooking, putting kind of metaphors in, woods. in that. Who doesn't? And I'll tell you that the there's there's mediocre comics who do their job, and I don't yes. have any problem on the whole with those guys, uh, with those people. There are occasional women too. Mm-hmm. Just numbers wise, there's just more yes. men than women. Just. So there are more shitty male comics yes. who make a living who in their effectively extract laughs from drunk people. Right, they've got the timing. They, they say yeah. bad words. They do the things that people. They're like, "Oh, I saw comedy," and you're like, "Sort of." Yeah. And then they walk out into the North sure. Dakota sunlight, and <laughs> they have sort of seen comedy, and it isn't. It isn't for me. It's not something I'm going to sit through. You know. Yeah. I mean, I want to see. I want to see weirdo premises. Like one of our previous uh, comics of the week, Janine Brito. Mm-hmm. I did a show with her last night. Mm-hmm. She was a damn delight. <laughs> it was she did this series of puns, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I and puns will sometimes make me just go, "No." Did no. you did you love her then hate her then love her? <laughs> yes. That's that's the emotional journey I go through when anyone starts when, doing puns. Well, I do. Uh, what? I do hate, hate, and then love. It's one of those things. Your, I was your like, hate redoubles. <laughs> my hate it redoubles. And then, and then I'm like, all right, fine. You win. <laughs> that was funny, and I laughed. And so, yes. And so, but the guy I'm talking about is a guy who has modicum of success. Right. Sort of like our level of success, I okay. would say. Okay. So he is, um, and and he, could you imagine being in a writer's room with that guy for 11 hours? That would be tough. It, he it just he just never shuts up, and he's so full. I mean, I'm opinionated. Yeah, I went to a funeral yesterday, and at one point they were talking about Revelations, and there was uh, and Revelations. All it does is encourage you to be judgmental. Yeah, and I'm like, don't encourage me to be judgmental. It's already happening. There's mm-hmm. no reason for you to uh, say that God wants me to. Whose funeral? Uh, Andy's cousin's mom. Oh, that's why so. I didn't get an invite. Right, you gotta. You, and, and it was this weird. Uh, Weird? That seems rude. It was this religion that is in Pasadena that started in 1953 that is both Christianity and New Age. So they mentioned twice that this woman was a cancer. Mm. And that Jesus died for our sins. Hmm. In the same sentence almost. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. Pasadena. Pasadena. Okay, go back to this dude. Anyway, so this dude. and So he... It's a huge, like, uh, he's got a big deal podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, his comedy's fine. And he's funny. And I and I like him, but only in 10-minute increments, mm-hmm. you know, because, and he's super bossy yeah. about his sociopolitical yes. opinions. Mm-hmm. And it, and it just, um, and it's not just him. He's right. not, he's, he's, he's a type. He's a type at this point. I had um, somebody just pipe up about... Because Hillary was in the news again. And I was like, why don't you leave her alone? She's trying to affect change among uh, women's and children's rights in Africa. Yeah. Uh, because you won't let her be the president of the United States. Right. And uh, some guy was like, 
she's a crook. And it's a guy who follows me uh. and a guy who listens to me. And I was like, no, no, she isn't. First of all, she's a lawyer and she knows exactly where that line is. So she is not a crook. And um, did even with Whitewater, they weren't able to prove anything, there was nothing. right? No, because first of all, the oligarchy who runs the United States of America wrote all the laws. So yeah. they know exactly where the line is. Yeah. So they do not go over the line because they know where the line is. Right. That's why none of the bankers in the 2008 uh, crash went to jail is because they had wrote, written the law. That makes me so angry. Well, it's that's it w- should make you angry, but it also you could say that they're crooks. They aren't. Not by not legally defined. Yeah, right. They're they're morally ambiguous at best, and at worst, they're fucking evildoers. Yeah. But uh, Brazil's former president is in jail for corruption charges, and I think Peru also has a president in jail. Like, uh, you know, so it can be done. It can be done. <laughs> it just hasn't been here, but it ought to be. Nope. Um, um, well, oh, by so the way, it. I didn't get an Emmy nomination. Oh, yeah, but here's you, the thing. Yes. Well, first of all, there's no stand-up category. Right. For the Emmys. So stand-up gets wedged. Here's what what for outstanding special writing. Okay. Okay, the two comics they did um, pick. Oh, the two. there were two comics who were nominated? In, in the five okay. are these up-and-comers named Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman. <laughs> no one's heard of them. They need a bump. They need a bump. There's a, when will Sarah Silverman be the comic of the week? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's like Emmy voters like, oh, uh, I know this, you know. I mean, they're, they're great comics, but yeah. there were, and I'm not just, there were some really other great specials that, that were available to be picked. Yeah. That weren't. Too, that weren't you as know? well. Um, so, all right, that's one problem. And then the other, like, the, those two are up against uh, Carpool Karaoke. Oh, which, wow. Which will win. Probably. Yeah. It has the least amount of writing in it. Yeah. Right, because <laughs> it's karaoke. And, yeah, and they're singing a song that that singer already sings often. So, yeah. uh, like. Hopefully he's going to be good at it. Yeah, so, so. The, so a stand-up comic is up against Adele's best song, sung by Adele <laughs> in a car. Okay. And then the other one, uh, there's two more, but I, I only remember the second one was uh, Sam B's uh, Not the White House Correspondence Dinner. Oh, my gosh. Which has 17, 20 writers. I mean, the fact that stand-up is, is, has to compete with these other with things is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and if Netflix is releasing a special a week, it's it needs its own category, right? And Too late for me, but right. it needs it for for somebody. It does, and and obviously it's a big deal, right? You emailed me that article, but wait a minute, yes. Yeah. Before we get to that, the other thing is 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 you have Emmy writers voting on stand up comedy, yeah. right? I mean, you have TV writers, who, right, who, who aren't probably into comedy, don't watch it that much. They barely watch t- you know TV shows. They're like right. us, right? Yeah. If you're gonna have Stand up be a separate category. Every every um, you know profession votes on its own. Like makeup artists vote for best makeup artists. Mm. You know, and so you're gonna that have makes to sense. you're gonna have to bring comics into the TV Academy just to vote on stand up comedy, right? Which is they don't do that just now. You no. have to you have to be like an established guild writer before you get into the TV Academy. So if they unless they come up with yeah, a what way, is the TV Academy, it's the Emmys. That is the Emmys. Yeah, if they and come to join up with the a way, TV Academy, you have to be invited because you're on a guild show. 
for a writer at least. Oh, writer. Okay. Yeah, like so. Sa- if you're an, I guess if you're a what, an actor, an actor, and you're actor? if you're on a SAG show and you make enough money on a SAG show, you're invited to join the Academy. Wow. But but there's no w- way to measure stand up comedy to say say you know like we haven't even been able to organize a comics union ever because it's yeah. like well who's a comic does it is right. a person is it a with writing you you have to make a certain amount of money before you're allowed in the guild you yeah. know and be on a guild show so with stand up is it are you a two thousand a week headliner and uh, what if you only work thirty weeks at you know like right when are you in and out it's really hard to figure out so it, it's it just seems like we're going to have people that aren't into stand up voting on stand up indefinitely indefinitely which is really stupid it is really stupid. First of all, the TV Academy sounds dumb. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a thing that's real anyway. Well, that's what, How many that's people... what votes for the Emmys. It's the Emmys. Oh, that's the TV so Academy. weird. Yeah. Cause, and then you have to be invited. It's like the star on the Walk of Fame. Kind of, you yeah. You have to be invited to be put and a star. And you have to pay dues. <laughs> and then you have to pay ten grand to put it there. Yeah. And so... Yeah. It, I mean, it lowers the... the you don't even want to be now. The Emmys are bullshit. Don't don't even worry. About <laughs> nice <it>. try. <laughs> I got your back. So I was bombed. I was. So, I mean, I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted that. Yeah. You know. Well, and I tried. I you know I you uh, submitted hire. Yeah, yeah, we did that. We I hired uh, Jess again. Yeah. Did as many podcasts as I could squeeze in and in an effort. You know to and, see if anybody. I mean, run up the flagpole. You, that's all. That's all. I know. Do. You got to fucking have a billboard. You know, right. like I couldn't even get CISO to do a dig. They have digital space, um, like right near the Laugh Factory. You know, oh, like okay. I see um, Jonah Ray's, you know, things advertised and take my wife. But because CISO didn't, I still own mine along yeah. with the guys that produced it. Yeah. Maybe they feel less, felt less uh, possessive Committed of or, it. And yeah. why are we going to give any digital space to it? But, you know, and plus, who knows what, you know, what's They're- happening with them right now. Right, right. They're up in the air. But it's a bummer. I feel bummer. like that would have been my only shot, you know. Everything else, I'm sorry, will just be regular stand-up. I apologize. That's not fascinating. Well, and aren't you nominated for an Emmy with Conan? Ever, no, or? we didn't get it. We didn't get an Emmy nomination. Uh, have you been no, as 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 Have you been nominated before? Yeah, we have. Okay, did you ever win? No. Huh? Okay, I don't know anything about this Emmy business. I'm just. It, uh... You know what? It only matters to people that are not nominated. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of astonishing, it's one of those things, though. You know, yeah. it's like they they really favor network shows. Because yeah. I would, I looked at some of the nominees. I'm like, we're fucking funnier than the. The, the other thing too, like comedy right now, what people respond to, you know, is takedowns of Donald Trump. They fucking love that, you know, yeah. and that's the stuff that gets passed around a lot. And that's get, you know, and and you. Did you see that DJ Shadow? music video which uh, one it's i it's i asked kyle about it when i got here i just yeah. saw i might be old yeah uh, or it might be i mean it's called um something no don't speak don't get choked by no, dj shadow and uh-uh. it's essentially like a um a UN meeting, and it's the oldest, whitest guys in suits in the world. Yeah, that end up just beating the shit out of each other, and it's a rap battle, and they're and they're oh. lip syncing to it. Oh, that's great! And it is hilarious. I mean, it it genuinely should be one of those things that is that is what nobody speak. Nobody speak. Well, my point is 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 uh, the, you know, comedy is also just silly. Yeah, you know, and there needs to be a 
Why why isn't there room for silly as well as you know brilliant takedowns? That's all. Oh, that's right. all. Right, I'm right, asking. and different. That's all. Well, and there's so. I mean, the comedy has been so hard to a because it's so subjective. Right. That nobody knows how to categorize it. Nobody. It's one of the great things about stand up because you can still do whatever you want to do. Yeah. If they started, if there was a union, if there was a a, a thing, there'd be a lot more accountability and. And part of me wants that just because of where I'm at. But yeah. if I were 19 again, yeah, starting out, I don't think I'd want it. Yeah, because uh, there I would have there'd be too many gatekeepers, mm-hmm. you know. And stand up has traditionally had very few gatekeepers. There's only the guy who owns the strip club, right? Seriously. Right. That's that's the guy. That's our big gatekeeper. Yeah, is uh, he's like mm, I don't know. it is overwhelming. But, to to tr- to try to categorize all of it. Yeah, and that article. Yeah. That- that- with the Washington Post, yeah, this is yesterday, but it'll be two weeks old by the time you guys hear about it. Us talking about it, but Inside Comedy's new golden age, yeah, and it's and you know it's talking about the success of successful comics, which of course enrages the rest of us, <laughs> right? Because right? it's the success of people that are already successful, yeah. And you're like, it is a golden age, but it's a golden age beneath that level, like even beneath our level, right? I think that there's genuinely a golden age of some amazing arts creatively, yes. Creatively. Financially? Oh no. no. No, not at all. Not at all. We're they're still paying. You have the best stand up happening now with the least amount of money. Right. And how, how long can people afford to do that? Right. You know? Right. There's I mean, when you're guy, 30 and you have two kids, um, or you want to have one kid maybe. Yeah. You know? Anything. Uh JL Calvin, do you know him? No. He's a he's a funny guy and he wrote this he he reposted this article he wrote in 2011 about how difficult it was to make a living and it's like even more accurate now. <laughs> Just if you're a you know, you're not a headliner or you're not a famous headliner or you're not you know, you don't have yeah. that. Or comic of the week works the road. <laughs> oh, I thought you said or comic of the week. I'm or- like, Jackie, I don't think we have that much power. <laughs> right. This Not comic yet. of the week bump is amazing. <laughs> uh, well, no, she, I mean, this woman works, she's got to work 30, 40 weeks a year easily. It's brutal. And it's brutal. And I think like she features the A clubs and headlines the B clubs and might, might headline an A club or two, but yeah. it's like, I know she works her fucking ass off. And she's doing that thing that we've talked about before that Kyle does where she books her own runs. Yeah. You know, and so oh, does cool. small uh, music venues yeah. and small uh, theaters that are little black box theaters and other little like all over the South and yeah. the Midwest and stuff. So. Wow. I don't know. It's. Um, um, but it it was a it was you know it was a good article. I, I, Maria was in there, and right. she ins- I she had said her age in the they put down yeah. her age at her when they quoted her, and I felt like she probably said, "I won't be in this article unless you write down my age." <laughs> <laughs> she she volunteers her age all the time, and, and she her income and her income all the time. And <laughs> her social security number is my passcode <laughs> for my phone. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you guys, but she's uh, she's open. She's open to hearing about it. And um, I mean, it's it's like it, it is good. You know, it is. But it isn't <laughs> like I, I there's this uh, story on NPR. Remember, I told, I told you about that woman. It was a couple of weeks ago. I heard that single mom who's working in a hotel. Yes. Right. OK. Yes. Did you so, figure out how to help her? I A little bit. Oh, and good. we're doing more. But so I, I like I got her a hotel last weekend. Oh, did you? Yes. Nice. And then I got her a hotel for the rest of the week. I can't. I would love to do this indefinitely, but I can't. So I can't, can't afford it. How no. could you? But I could. I was like, 
okay, I could do it for a week. Maybe it gives her a time to get a little bit ahead. Yeah. Right. But even that was difficult. Like, so I finally get in touch with her. The reporter at KCRW uh, contacted her and, and she said, okay, give, you know, you can give my phone number. So yeah. I'm texting her. And um, so she. You didn't leave a voicemail? No. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so the, the hotel she works is where she yeah. stays at night when she can afford it. Yeah. Okay. She has to clean enough rooms for the day to afford to stay at that hotel that night. And does she still get paid for do- cleaning those hotels? That money goes to the to the guy that owns the thing. I I fucking don't know how foods comes comes into any of this. But yeah. it, okay. So uh, so I call the hotel and I'm like, um, I want to pay for a week. Mm-hmm. And um. And they won't take my credit card over the phone. I have to come in in person. And this is like an hour from me. So I said, that's, no, I can't do that. That's ridiculous. Right. Why can't you take a. You're a hotel. Yeah. Why can't you take a credit card? They we, always we don't take do a hotel. That. This is how shitty this place is. They're not She's on Expedia. A... Right. But she can't. This is her job. This is that's where she job. has her job. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'd love to work someplace else. This is where she has the job. This is it. Okay. So then, um, so then I find another hotel near it. And they take a credit card. So, but just for the week. Now, the weekend is double the price of Sunday through Thursday. Right. And it's like, and if you, like, if I, I looked at my, my mortgage is 3400 a month, right? Mm-hmm. So that's about 110, 120 a night in a house. Yeah. Right. This ship, ship bag hotel is 90 a night on the weekends. Wow. And then like 225 for the week, you know? Right. And that's like almost two grand a month. Yeah. And now, that's you know, a, that's a, you could that's have, an apartment. You could have it a thousand dollars. You eleven hundred dollars a month. You could have should a, get you an apartment, a studio, or a one bedroom an where hour she from lives. Here? Yeah, where she lives. Yeah, and you know you can get ahead a little bit, but you need you need first last. So you need like three or four thousand up front. Yeah. to get that. Yeah, you know, and if you're if you're constantly just paying for that night, you can't even get ahead. You yeah. Know? Ugh. So um, so. F- so anyway, I, I I got the hotel for a different, you know, Close, for the weekend, there. and then I PayPal'd her, and it's it's funny because we're we're interacting. She thinks I'm a lunatic, right. obviously. I'm just right. a stranger, right? And I'm I, I'm like this does sound weird, and 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 so t- for her to stay at the hotel she, where she works, I'd have to get cash to her, yeah, and so. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, I, I talked to her on the phone. Yeah. She, you know, she's a mom. She has a kid the same age as me. I feel, right. I felt like it wasn't going to go yeah. to something else. Right. Right. And, and here's the thing about giving people money. Once you've given it to them, they can do whatever the fuck they want with they it. They can. But I got it's, the feeling it was going to go. That it was going to be fine. Right. Yeah. And I, and I stated ahead of time, like, I'm, I can't do this every week. This right. is a one-time thing. Okay? Right. So maybe you can this get it. for but, the week. Right. So, um. So then, so I go, give me your, your email address and I'll, and I'll PayPal you. Yeah. So she, and her email address is this. <laughs> like a weird word. It's like, <laughs> it's got the word butt in it. So I go, I'm like, I go, really? I go, I go, so if I die, my parent, my mom's going to go through my papers and go, why was my daughter you know, email, emailing a butt, lady. A, a butt email address. <laughs> and she was laughing. I go, you, you, I go, maybe get like a bland email address for in case anyone else wants to help you out. Cause it really looks illegitimate. Right. But then, then uh, that, that was a little bit of a back and forth. Cause I was just trying to get the, get it all done. But anyways, so it was finalized this morning. So the money went. Okay. So hopefully she's there for the week, but that's just a week. Right. And um, then, you know, if she worked, I guess if she works every day this week, she can get ahead because she had to pay for housing that week, right. but not much ahead by $400. Yeah. 
That's, that's not, not much. It isn't much because so, she needs first and last and yeah, everything. So so um, we're trying to. I contacted somebody at a club to see if we could find a date to do a benefit. Yeah, you know, maybe we could raise enough money for a first and security. Last. Yeah, whatever it is, first last security. I don't know, but it's it's it just the fact that I couldn't, you know, put it on a card over the phone. It's like is everything extra harder? Right. Is every you know like we. Somebody at work made, said this great quote of of when it when a society is in ascent, right? It's it's climbing up a ladder in wooden clogs, right? It's okay. hard, it's painful, right? But mm-hmm. you're going up, and then when it, when a society is in descent, it's in silver silk slippers, you know, which is us right now with our iPhones. Like yeah. the Earth will be uninhabitable, m- much of much of it in a hundred years. But mm-hmm. you and I have I like everything's so. E- it's never been easier to be a person if you have a little bit of money right. like we do right now. Mm-hmm. You know, never been easier. Right. When, it's never been easier to be a woman. The whole thing. Right. You know? Right. But, be- but not for everybody. No. You know, you, and you have this this woman, lead, you know, there before the ability to write dick jokes go I. <laughs> we're the same. We both have the same age kid. Right. And she's, you know, uh, maybe it will be $400 ahead this week. That's it. Right. And the thing is, is it's if she had several thousand dollars to get over the hump, yeah, she could then have a nut that she could pay. Yeah. You know, like if she had four grand, then she could find eleven hundred dollars a month. Yes. And. Um, oh, and the other thing. So so I so I find that hotel for the weekend, you know, it, it's not too far away. And uh, and then she goes, OK, um, great. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to get on the bus. And I'm like, oh, so then I just looked at the bus routing an hour and a half to get to this other hotel, which is like a 10 minute car drive. So then I sent her a lift. Uh, Yeah. I was like, let's go big. Let's live it up. (laughs) Take a lift. And, but um, I mean, you, you forget when you, when you have a car, when you start to have the things you need, you forget like, Oh yeah. If you're going to, to get to this job now, I mean, that's why she wants to stay at the hotel. It's right there at work. Yeah. No, now you get a free weekend someplace else, but now you got to get up an hour and a half earlier, get your son up an hour and a half earlier. You both take the bus. To th- it's like, oh, my fucking God. How yeah. can you get ahead at all? You know, when people yell like, oh, someone learn English, like this person's already on a bus three hours a day and mm-hmm. going to a job. When, when are they going to take an ESL class? Yeah, yeah. Like when when does that happen? Right. Right. And you got to sleep. You, you got to take care of your people. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Yep. And she's just one person. I know. It's astonishing. And and then KCRW had this other story about Uber drivers that are sleeping in their cars. Yeah. You know, that. Because they, you know, they're not making enough money. Right. I yeah. mean, you and I use Uber and Lyft, right? Yep. It's like, I usually are, are we participating in this economy where this person is, the more they work, the less benefits, the less likely they are to get benefits. And, you Every know, it's like a spiral down. On my on my potty right now was right. made by some toddler. Yeah. So, God. I mean, right. but the thing is, is what you did for this one woman, it makes a fucking difference to that lady. So I say do it. For a week. Yeah. For That's a week. That's it. That's it. I mean, but part of me is like. You know, I'm I because she has a kid. I'm I'm just like if she's on the that's, street with that, a kid. That's what that's, that's what, what I'm you. that's what that's I'm what scared is like. Oh no, I have her set up on my PayPal. Will I s- just keep sending her money out of because I feel guilty because I I spent you know money on a porch. I got a porch <laughs> for my house, and I'm like I have to offset it by helping this other person. But you know, I don't have that much money. I don't have right support money. Right. You're already supporting some people. Um, I don't. 
know. I can't. This I have this conversation with Maria all the time because mm-hmm. she's working on this bit about about how she feels like she's helping, mm-hmm. but she doesn't feel like she's helping enough, mm-hmm. and she wants a pool. So she's obviously a monster. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, it's exactly. exactly right. I mean, and I don't. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's because um, that pool money could make a huge difference to somebody. Yeah, we, um, yeah, and it would or three but, people. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but. You know, then then what? You don't have a pool. Right. It's I mean, the reason why we have a government is that is and that's why I I mean, I'd still I'm a tax and pay Democrat. I've always been one, you know, and you could say that capitalism is bad and and Mm -hmm. that it doesn't that it it doesn't help the people at the lowest part. You got to help the people that are drowning. And that's what I think is the purpose of government. And it it doesn't. I I. Well, it's government's not doing it. I mean, no, the government isn't doing it, and we're doing it less and less every day. Yeah, there's and, a guy that sleeps right outside Meltdown, right? The, well, there's a, I have a row of people who sleep two blocks from my house. They all have tents. Do you ever some feel of them like, are REI tents? <laughs> but, <laughs> but do you ever feel like, hey, I have a garage. Come into my garage tonight. Do you ever feel like saying that? Um, no. I mean, you have to take your car out of it. I would have to, and the clicker still works, so we have that going for us. Um, so. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I think about because when I was a kid, we were we were homeless for a little while and really? we lived on welfare. And I have five siblings, you know, and my yeah. mom was a mess. Yeah. And so we would wander around and my grandmother supported us as much as she could support us. Right. And I I don't know what to do about this stuff. I give away as much money as I can. And I right. and I right. and I also try to try to not live in the guilt of something that i you know it's there is a i no i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to fix this one i don't know either yeah you know so uh, i could i could tell you in jesus christ superstar uh <laughs> that was is where i get a lot of my religious uh uh things is you know judas makes that crack and it's in the bible about yeah. how jesus is getting his feet um cleaned with some oil right and judas is like we could use that money to help the poor and Jesus says, we don't have the resources to help everyone. I I can only help as many people as I can help. Essentially, he says, I can only help, and I have to be clean. You is know? that a true? Is that a true Bible story? It's a. It, I am. I'm extrapolating the dialogue around. The, is that in the Bible? Yeah, you might have converted me to Christianity. Right there, I might be back. It's you're. <laughs> you're back. It's amazing. But, it's amazing. But it's essentially Jesus is like, we can't help everybody. We can help only the people that are in front of us, and help as much as we can. And 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 what Jesus did was encourage other people to to help. You know, right. like if we could encourage every single person to help the person in front of them, right? That would take care of the problem. And if, as a government, you know, when we gr- gather as groups, we could make legislation to make it uh, the very bottom of the of society to have a net. That's what Social Security was created sure. for because right, of right. depression, and the depression, and um, not just depression. Uh, though I'm sure this is depressing, but uh, <laughs> the. Uh, but, Someone's having the worst workout ever right now. <laughs> How could you be in the elliptical during this shit? Walking Shaw. She's walking. <laughs> uh, the- she just went to a cafe and started binging. <laughs> She's like, I need a pastry, you guys. I'm going to go get. It's anyway. So, yeah, there, it is. 
so I mean that that is the ideal purpose of religion, society, government, right. gathering of humans to help humans who cannot help themselves. Right. And that would be and the purpose of stand up comedy, if there is one, yeah. is to cheer people the fuck up for a second. How many comics do yeah. we know that are like on the bubble like this? Is it a lot? I don't know. I mean, you know, if someone says they're broke on stage, I assume it's a setup. It's a prom. I, I don't know how it's true it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, don't I don't know what to do about it either. Right. Well, you're doing you're doing something. What you are <laughs> You're helping that lady for a week, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not. It'll help that fucking starfish. Hi, I'm over here sewing shit on pillows. Um, so uh, <laughs> the. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. So whatever. You sh- my porch though. Fucking yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. It makes nice me porch. so happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I like my coat. I like that. I bought that jacket for yeah. uh, the Conan thing. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. It looks it, great. It was a cute, cute coat, right? With yeah. an asymmetrical zipper. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, yeah, I'm pretty psyched. I mean, that was my big purchase. It was $44. <laughs> so slow down. And, um, but I, yeah, but the the golden age of comedy thing, because then I sent you that there's a list that we're not on. Did you read that thing about the Hollywood Reporter? I I only read your description. I saw the word list and <laughs> I couldn't read further. Brock, but I know. Brock I, Wilbur posted it. He's a comic. Yeah. Very funny. And um, they now rake 10 comedians on a weekly basis by social media engagements. Oh, my God. Yeah. If yeah. They're doing this every week. Every week, Kevin Hart is always number one. Sure, right? But it's um, but it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus. And it's how many responses? Google Plus. <laughs> what? Who That's the fuck's it. on Google Plus? I'm on Google Plus, but it doesn't do anything. But it's uh, but Patton Oswalt, Amy Schumer. You know, uh, Patton made it for the first time because he got engaged, and uh, but who cares, right? I mean, and it was like, so you all they're be doing on Instagram. Ugh, Instagram's no. nice. Instagram's good. Instagram is good. I don't like it. Instagram and Snapchat are great places to hide right now if you don't want to don't want to inter- interact with uh, with all of humanity. What? Why? It seems like the opposite is true. Defend this position because uh, well, m- most of my family isn't on Snapchat. Oh, I see. <laughs> and when I say that, I'm talking about cousins that are are driving me. Right. Anyway, but um, so and and I and Snapchat has face filters, and so it's a real clock eater for me. I will just have it recognize my face and then put rabbit ears on myself and have the time of my life. <laughs> My life and other people's Instagrams are awesome. I love Melissa Villasenor's. Yeah, because she does voices, uh, like she does on her professional job on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but on Snapchat, she's just fucking around, and it's the and it's awesome. So and Matt Bronger, who is so dry, is such a great Snapchat because he's just like, hey guys, and uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at a I'm looking at a stick. And, uh, and it's, I don't I'm know. I love behind it. on what Snapchat does. I thought it was dick pics that disappear, but it's it evolved. was dick pics that disappear. Right. Um, and, and I was I'm sure not interested still... once I heard they disappeared. Of course. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm. oh, my God. Hilarious. But <laughs> but I want to be on every list and I'm not going to ever be on that list uh, because uh, I don't it's... do my nephews were like, you got to put the dork forest up on YouTube and then people will listen to it more. And I was like, it's already uploaded to Libsyn, which puts it on iTunes, and then I 
take out a clip and make a teaser clip, which takes time and effort, and then, uh, it, then all things comedy uploads it to SoundCloud. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, but you got to put. That's where the money is. My nephews are like, that's where people are. Are they right? They might be. Who are cares? You, do you videotape it too? No. So it would I would have to figure out how to put a dork for a slug on that, which my Patrick Brady, my audio guy, yeah, would have to do that. And I was like, I don't want to give him more work. I don't want to. Um, but then there's part of me that's like, well, I could just take sort of the 50 favorite episodes yeah. and put it on YouTube and see if I do get any hits. That's not a bad idea. How about instead of 50, which is an enormous amount, how about 10 and see how it goes? It could be the best from the last 10 years or yeah. my, my favorite five episodes in the last, you know, like there's the Greg Proops baseball episode and there's yeah. the Oregon Trail one with that kid and the Speed Racer one. Anyway, <laughs> um, but what I mean, there's so many different irons that i'm supposed to throw in this fire it's, to get on this damn list it's that so time consuming and it's not about stand-up at all right i, I love mean stand-up don't stand-ups. you love stand-up stand-up's yeah, so great man. remember the old days when you <laughs> there was no social media right and i was just like i'm gonna send you a vhs and you could ignore it for a year <laughs> but all you had to do was do spots that night or do a set that night like yeah. on the road right yeah. if, if you weren't gonna hang out with the headliner you know, which oh, yeah. is me most of the time. Right. <laughs> I'd go to a coffee house. Excuse me. I'd go find a pool. Yep. Maybe see a movie. Right. And then do 30 minutes with no check drop. Right. No check drop. Just the sweet thing. Get this. So the Conan, my Conan set. Yeah. Um, last night, the first person in days, the first person, one of the bartenders at the improv said to me, why were you wearing a lav if you had the mic in your hand? And I was like, finally. Finally a showbiz question. A showbiz question. And I was like, well, it's backup audio. They wanted yeah. me to wear a lav uh, and, the, and the battery pack fell. I'm glad and- you didn't feel compelled to explain that to the audience when that happened. Oh, my God. I didn't. All, all I you could just think- zipped right back in. That was I, great. Right, right. I was, and I, I thought I'd given enough time so that they yeah. wanted to smash cut it. And, oh, and, good and, for you. Yeah, I gave it a couple of beats yeah. to start the next joke because I finished the joke. The laugh thing, I moved again, and the and the battery pack fell to the ground. I li- I picked it up and then jammed it down my pants, mm-hmm. and then um... with a professionalism that startled all, startled all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh, I watched the video of it. Yeah, and always always a delight to watch yourself. Nope, and, I haven't uh, seen mine. Uh, and but the face that I make, and I was just like. You can tell, I can tell that I'm nervous and yeah. I'm only nervous because it was a weird thing to have happened. Yeah. And, um, I was like, okay, we'll give it a beat and then do the next joke. And so I did. And, uh, and then I got off stage and I forget, it might've been JP, but I forget who said, I said, I think there's enough leeway there that you guys can cut it and just make it into something. And he goes, oh, we kind of think it's funny. We're going to leave it. And I was like, at the very least, it's super, um, it's unique. It is. It's and, ja- it'll be it's, remind and people will be like, "Oh, that's the one where the mic pack." Yeah, fell. yeah. They wouldn't. They don't need to know your name. It's it's the one where the mic pack fell out. Yeah, that, Carol like some, Siskind. Yes. Did you see that? Uh, the Carol Siskind on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I didn't watch it. I started watching it, but I was uh, I couldn't watch it where I was. So I was oh like, yeah, I'll it's watch it her belt came unbuckled. She was wearing a tunic and a oh belt that cinched around her waist, right? <gasps> and the belt no. fell off. <gasps> In the middle of her set. What? And she didn't address it, and the camera guy just zooms in a little bit tighter. Oh, my God. And she just keeps going. And you know who sent me that clip was uh, Brian Regan. Wow. He said, do you ever see Carol Siskind the, the, in the 80s? 
And oh I was my like, god. No, and then and then we talked about it. It was uh, kind of fascinating. But uh so there's I mean there's a couple of ways to deal with stuff like that. Yeah. And um I'm okay with the but I like the fact that now that it is the it's the mic drop. It's the mic pack drop. Yeah. That's what it'll be. I did I did this podcast will be now a couple of weeks ago called Love It or Leave It. It's yeah. part of the Pod Save. And I just I, I I was like on my way there. Well, at first of all, I was listening to that story about that lady um that night um, right. on KCRW, but I don't know. It was weird. I didn't feel like I was at my best on the way there. And I, I didn't think I did a really good job. Yeah. You know? Really? Yeah. And yet, you've been getting good responses from it. I don't know. I haven't. Not really. Not, was... not good or bad. Just like, hey, she was on it. Well, the Jackie and Lori uh, comments I thought were pretty good. That you were fun. Really? Was that the one where you were late for the last episode? What? That ran late? Remember you were... We, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one that ran longer? Yes. Okay. And you haven't listened to it? No. But but it, the, it, like when I'm tired, I can't talk. My mouth doesn't obey me, mm-hmm. you know? And I was... Um, I'm generally feeling run down right now. Oh. And... Hopefully you'll get some sleep in Luxembourg. Right, yeah. You um, won't get some sleep in Comic-Con. Yeah, I will. Will you? Yeah, I can't get into Comic-Con. Oh, that's right. You can't get into Comic-Con. Once we taper shows, and we're... is your son here? Yeah, he's with his... He'll, he'll be with he'll his be dad? A... No, he'll be with my mom. With yeah. your mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you should get... You should be able to catch up, maybe. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But but the, generally, I'm just, like, run down. And I, I remember going, oh, I gotta fucking, you know, get it together. Yeah. But I didn't... I didn't feel like I got it together. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought you and, should? And I didn't really, like, I had... Didn't know John Levitt and yeah. Milana, who was also I had just met her once before, and right. then Max Silvestri. I knew a little bit, but I didn't feel like super. You Connected. know how like yeah. with you and me, right? Yeah. Now there's riffing. Yeah. Now it's fine. So I don't know. I just felt like I was average. Sometimes the radio can make me feel forced, and it feels like radio where you're just yeah. kind of forcing stuff. I'm sure it was great. I don't know. Everybody, email me. But no, no please. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, I just broke your rule of last week. Right, exactly. It was one of the but two you know episodes. What? I just got to say how it felt, and then, um, but they were very nice. And, okay. Uh, uh, but I, but I wonder, like, is is this an age thing with with my mouth, where my mouth gets tired and I can't, like, I can't, I cannot keep up with my brain in a way. Yeah. Where my mouth is behind my brain, and so words start to slur. Mm-hmm. Is that an age thing or is that a tired thing? Like, I know when I when or is I'm in it both. Both when I'm in New York and I'm just me and I'm not taking care of anybody yep. and I'm sleeping till I wake up mm-hmm. and I just have spots, I feel flawless. Right. Your mouth you know? and your brain are connected and it's yes. fine. Oh, but, that's but amazing. Now I'm, but but here, now you're back into But when I'm mom here and, mode I, and, and I'm working and I'm parent and I'm a daughter, it, it, that's the other thing. My mom is fucking, okay. Like you, she'll announce, I know you don't want to talk to me, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay, I hear that every weekend wow. because I've asked her on the weekends, please just disappear. But the other thing is her feet, she's in, she makes a she's noise in... every time she lands on one of her feet because it hurts. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. I, it, it, I, I feel like I'm being driven insane, but I can't right. exactly put my finger on why because yeah. there's so many subtle elements to it. And there's nothing you can do it. about it no. there's, because she's old and she's your mom and you're stuck. Yeah. So anyway, so 
so Comic Con. Well, for everybody else that goes to Comic Con, it's it, it it's an exciting time to be around your passions. For me, it's like I'm alone for a little bit. Will it be in good? a hotel? I think so. I think it should be. I hope so. Yeah. Read a novel. I'm I'm slowly know. reading a novel. Yeah. I don't know I, why. I that's feel like my... I'm getting advice from someone who hasn't read a novel in two years. Well, I've read some novels. <laughs> I've read, uh, there's a lot of novels happening. It's, uh, so I was up, uh, my mother-in-law was, uh, was to have neck surgery. Yeah. And um, they get her on the table. This is two days ago. Would have been two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start cutting her open. And right. for some reason, the equipment in the operating room shuts down her pacemaker. <gasps> so uh, all of a sudden, blood starts filling her pacemaker. And it's just and so they're like abort, and so they abort, and she's fine. And wow. they're and it turns out she has a special kind of pacemaker that uh, stops that only jump starts her heart when it can tell that her heart's need needs jump starting. And some pacemakers uh, are are constantly going. Yeah. And so her her neck doctor and her heart doctor talk to each other. And it's sort of like an electrician trying to, trying to explain to a plumber. Yeah. And neither they both work different things because the, the cardiovascular guy is like, you should have known that about the pacemaker. And the, uh, and the neck guy was Oh, I'm the glad plumber. they're having an argument over yeah, her exactly. body. Right. And she's like, well, is anybody going to fix my neck? Because my neck really fucking hurts. And uh, so I'm up. But we spent a day and a half up in Exeter. And Kyle was like, well, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of sort of one nightery stuff up there. And, yes, and I, I get was a like, spot. I really, I was so looking into like, I was like, oh, I bet you there's a spot in Visalia, and there's a spot in Exeter, maybe because Exeter is kind of the hipster town. There might be. It is. Yeah, there's a hipster town in Central Valley. You guys, meltdowns opening. The lights are turning on. It dun, was kind dun, of freaky. Dun. Yeah, yeah. Hey, are we at thirty? We're at forty-four. Oh my oh, god! Oh my god! Comic of the week. Didn't we do it already? Nope. No. Carmen Morales, yeah, who I was just talking about, is a hardest working, like she's one of the great hard working road comics cool. who brings it. And it's what is the funny Carmen? It's hard to even be that. It's hard to get that much road work. So the fact that she's able to really hustle is really amazing. It's amazing. It's she. It's at the funny Carmen. And the thing is, is she does. Uh, she does uh, some voices and and um, it's just a. Ver- she's just hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. She's just like. She reminds me a lot of me back in the 90s in the way that she is just throwing everything at the wall. She's like, I'm going to make you fuckers laugh. <laughs> you are going to laugh and we're going to do what we can. And she's like, what do you want, dirty? I'm going dirty. She drops her mic in the middle of jokes. <laughs> and then reels it up and shoves it down her pants. <laughs> Even though and... it's not a laugh, somehow she reels it up. <laughs> and But, I like, you know, the stuff is like she's dirty for dirty crowd. She's clean for clean crowd. She's, yeah. she's smart for smarter crowd. She's dumb for dumber crowd. See, I like to be dirty for clean crowds and never get booked back. Exactly. That's my I mean, secret. the thing is, is that and that is a way that works as well. There is <laughs> there's part of me that wants to go. Oh, you should like yourself more. <laughs> you should like just, yourself enough to just do what you want to do. Yeah. But sometimes comedy is a day job and some, you have to do it a certain and you way. Wanna, you just want to get the work. And that's Carmen Morales. And so she's cool. The, yeah. Whatever, she's very funny. Yeah. And so. All of her videos on online, there's like, you watch, I watch her different videos and I've, I I was doing it for when I was saying she should be comic of the week. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, these are all super different. What is that noise? Oh, that's the gate opening. All right. Anyway, so at the funny Carmen is what I'm saying. Cool. Um, so SAG-AFTRA. Yeah. Are you a member? 
I am. I'm now in good standing, so I get the emails. <laughs> did you pay your dues? Is yes. that what did it? Good for you. Why wouldn't you pay all your... these fucking do? Because I don't get anything from them. Oh, because I'm hardly acting. I'm hardly aftering. Right, but you get the, uh, <laughs> but you but you get the bills. Don't you get the I bills? Get the bills. I get my health insurance from the writer's guild. I don't oh, really get anything go. from SAG. I don't make enough. So, okay. but I have to keep paying. Dues. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying. But they're having a stand-up comedy workshop. Thank God. What's it gonna? Is it run by Bill Cosby? <laughs> What's it? Don't, don't get know. accused of sexual assault. I have no is, idea. Are you going to? I just looked at it and got angry. And, I'm like, these are what my dudes are going to a stand up comedy workshop. We want to teach actors how to do stand up comedy. <laughs> really? They're already they're they, they're getting more stage time than they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody. Um, yeah. Somebody said to me, I, I like I liked your crowd work on your Conan set. And I was like, there was no I mean, there was the one line that I said when the mic dropped. But yeah. that was it. So That's maybe enough. Yeah. I, do you do you do a little crowd work? I don't do any crowd work. It's it, it makes me want to do some crowd work. That line. The more I do road work, the more I do crowd work. Because well, first of all, I just I feel like when I do a set that's only jokes, I'm like, oh, you know, I could have written that set and mailed it to this audience, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I like doing crowd work because uh, it, it makes uh, it a difference. It up. And I like seeing if I could tie them, what they're doing into existing jokes. So it looks like I made everything up on the spot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate lie. <laughs> but um, it's, it's just more fun. Otherwise, it's like, you know, insert joke 16 now. Yeah. Correct. You have completed it. Now go to joke 32. Okay. Oh, interesting. See, because I... I uh... Yeah, my stuff, the way I've been writing set lists in the last couple of years, they're mm-hmm. so, they're kind of, gl- I mean, when I when I wasn't working on this bit, on this set, yeah. they're gloriously messy. Yeah. I love meandering, like, jokes I wrote different years yeah. and, and, and jokes that aren't done yet and sort of just putting them all into a pot and seeing, like, because if you mix up your set list li- lineup, right, like... One joke, naturally, you know, there's chunks that go together. Yeah. If you mix it up, you might write a new new punchline or a new tag totally, for that. Yeah. And I love doing that and just seeing, does that even work? I wonder. And where was I? Go back to this other thing. You, the other thing I, I was trying this, like, I, I was also this week sort of uh, just like burnt out on stand-up, you know. And I felt like I was doing sets, right, but inside my head I'm like, why am I on stage right now? I, sh- I, I just don't feel excited. And oh, then, interesting. And then I had a, I went to, I was a Bar Lubitsch. I did a set up Bar Lubitsch. Yeah. I think on the Peachy Keen show. But but it was a set where I felt like I had to explain jokes a little bit more. <laughs> and that actually helped the jokes work better. And I'm like, maybe these, these a couple of these are too sparse. And they need a little more. They need some more a elasticity. Juice, a little juice in the beginning to get people on board. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I was explaining know. things too much last night, but I didn't care. It was glorious. <laughs> it was glorious. It was the first set after my Conan. And so I just was, it was, I did, essentially I did um, Amanda Seals. Was yeah. Her? I did her show at Lab, uh-huh. hosted by Candace, whose last name I'm sp- space. Which one? Thompson. Thompson. Candace Thompson. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have spaced that. And uh, so Candace Thompson uh, hosted it instead. Yeah. And it was with Rhea Butcher and Janine Brito mm-hmm. and myself and Candace and I forget who else. Because then I had to run over to Sean Conroy's uh, show in the main room, which was his birthday show, mm-hmm. with hosted by Eddie Pepitone. Oh, fun. And in the middle of my... You know what my birthday show is? 
fucking two podcasts and then nine in the morning. At nine in the morning, because it's your birthday still. Yeah. Still your birthday, hours <laughs> later. Mine's going to be Wednesday. I'm going to be in Seattle. Cool. The 20th. The United States landed on the moon, if you believe in that shit. And, uh, I do. I do. I turned fact- out I do. The the uh the, what what was it Apollo which Apollo was it that landed on the twentieth you know when it took off on the sixteenth oh there you go that's how we're connected to the moon that's and we're right. both cancers exactly oh what what come on <laughs> and MythBusters by the way proved that the moon landing was real you guys somebody emailed <laughs> me that I was like so all right well then there's been a second source except for the. <laughs> Scientists, <laughs> and the you guys that are on the complete maroons. Yeah, how much time, Kyle? We're fifty-one. Oh fifty-one. God. That's okay. not bad. Are you going to get to your noon thing on time? Don't your you have a thing oh, at don't noon? You have a thing no, at noon. Oh, good. Okay. So um, I wanted to I was leave gonna... early and blame Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Kyle's got to get to his thing. I literally was going to save this because we have to do a third one before both of us go away for two weeks. But it will be for a whole, it will, we'll have a whole week to of have stuff, new experiences. New, so I will tell you this. Okay. Remember 40 episodes when I bought this notebook? Yeah. This is my pink notebook that's sparkly and it's gross now. It's Let all gross. Let me look gross. at it. Can I it's look all, at the cover? Yeah. It's Why do foul. you have a full size notebook instead of a moleskin? Because uh, I was, I had a moleskin for, for years and I saw it at the Walgreens and I thought, I want a sparkly notebook. For the first time ever, I thought to myself, can I read your notebook? You first can of all, try. you have very legible writing. Well, good for me. <laughs> wow. I got to read it. Wow. All right. And then. <laughs> the look of discomfort on your face, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> the look of discomfort while you look at my notebook. It's yeah. a little, it is a, it's meaningless it's a little, <laughs> little invasive. Mine's but right I, there. I could look at your notebook. Go ahead. You have a yellow moleskin. So you a went moleskin. a little moleskin. You went a little. This I is got neat. that in Bloomington at that at that bookstore oh, right next bookstore. to the comedy club. It is pretty. I have. Here's the thing. So I want to get a new notebook, but there's pages left in that one. Well, you know what? This one, here's the thing. It's too big, and it, it's getting crunched in your bag. I know, and it's and all it's gross not, now. It's yeah, all... look at this. This will be hard, nice and hard a year from now and two years from now when I still have it, because that's how much I write. Well, that's how long <laughs> it takes to get through a fucking notebook. Hey, uh, I donated to a uh, <laughs> I donated to a boot, fireman boot. Oh, C- yeah? Came up to the, you know how like poor, like the poor will come up to you at, at stoplights and ask you for money? You know, the poor. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were just discussing the poor. You're on your way to the Hamptons right now, aren't you? I'm on my way to a Hampton Inn right now. <laughs> Free cup of waffle. And uh, but the uh, so I donated to the poor. Uh, but but I donated to a fireman who came up with a with a fire boot for uh, really? muscular dystrophy on the street. On a the fireman. Street. Yep. Wow. And that hasn't happened since 9/11. Uh, on 9/12. That you've interacted with a fireman. With, with, with fireman with a boot. Yes, fireman with a boot on nine twelve. Oh. Uh, uh, and I, could I would not donate. Stop. I would donate my vagina to that guy. I was crying. Fireman comes up to me with a yeah. boot. You yeah. can have what you need. <laughs> I have whatever you want, sir. It's, <laughs> you know that that firemen uh, firemen are supposedly the most. Um, there's Horny? the most infidelity. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Because who doesn't want to sleep with a fucking fireman? I know. Everyone, I know. Everyone wants to sleep with a fireman. Yeah, if you're going to marry one, marry a retired fireman. <laughs> marry a retired They can retire early. I think they only have to be a fireman for 20 years. If they start oh, when like they're the 20. Oh, like the service? Yeah. Oh, and then you get we, that pension. That we went in the, pension. We should have been firefighters until we're 40 and then start a comedy. Al, what, what's his name? He's he's now the fireman. He's the, the, the commissioner 
Kyle, do me a favor. Look up who's the the head of the fire department. That's probably called the fire for commissioner. For no, no, for Minneapolis or St. Paul. Is it a stand-up? Yeah, he's a oh comic. Oh my god! So, but you have your your pension, so you've got you can take shitty road gigs because you've got a pension. That's like having rich parents. He uh, is a great comic. Yeah, and he um, was. I saw a woman come up to him after a show one time because he would do jokes about being a firefighter. Yeah. And this woman came up to him, this older lady, when uh, he was probably in his 30s or 40s at the time. And I think his name's Al. I, mean, I don't know why I'm spacing his name. But um, she came up and said, so are you really a firefighter? And he said, yeah. And she said, so not only are you really funny, you're also a hero. Oh, my God. And he <laughs> blushed. It was uh, It's always fun to see a black guy blush <laughs> because he was just like, I I wouldn't go hero. I'm just I'm a comic. I'm glad you thought I was yeah. funny. Once uh, I Keep was a hero, ready. then I became a comic. <laughs> well, no, he was a working comic, and then he had to stop doing stand-up because he got uh, promoted to oh. assistant fire commissioner. And one of my favorite, because he's a comic, every interview with him with the news with the Milwaukee Star Tribune was hilarious. Because and one of my favorite lines was he was the first uh, black assistant fire commissioner, or whatever yeah. co. God, I wish you could get the name of the speaking of words. Welcome um, to me on John Levitt's podcast. Exactly. And so he said they said, What does it feel like to be the first black assistant? You know, it's like, what is it yeah, like yeah. to be a woman comic? Right. And he said, Feels great. Feels great. And then they asked him the same fucking question when he became the commissioner, the head of it. And he's like, Well, it felt a lot like when I was assistant. <laughs> uh, except for now I'm in charge of all of it. And yeah. uh so he's He's great. Anyway, you can't find it. Everyone that wasn't the most it. hilarious response I've ever heard. No, it was great in the moment. <laughs> I'm going to give him that. What, uh, we got to be at the end of this. Come on. Sure Fucking spring us, warden. We are? Yeah. Okay, bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 